No matter what level of POS integration you choose, time-based or individual journey, you'll need to map SKU-based POS records to the store. In today's minute, I'm going to explain what I mean by mapping, why that mapping is necessary, even if your joint strategy is at the individual journey level, and also discuss some of the challenges that mapping presents, because it's probably the hardest part of a POS integration. First the what, then the why, then the how. What do I mean when I say that you have to map SKU data to the store? Well, your POS transaction data is typically a simple record with a transaction ID to tie together the items purchased in a basket, a timestamp, a quantity, and a total. If you're doing a journey level integration, it also has to include a register ID. There may be other data, but that's the core stuff. If you're integrating POS data at the journey level, the join key is the register ID, which maps to a specific location in the store, and the time. The join works by finding the individual journeys that were at that register at the time of the transaction. Now you know exactly what products a shopper bought. So why do you need anything else? Well, the problem is that while you know what a shopper bought, without a mapping, you can't tie that to the different stops on the journey. Say the shopper visited five sections of the store and lingered in three of them. They bought item 10,007 and item 11,313. So which sections had a sale and which didn't? Without a skew to store mapping, there's no way to know. What you need is a way to tie journey points to POS data, and that means understanding where each skew is in the store, preferably at the lowest level possible. Now, retailers are already going to have a product hierarchy mapping that's going to do most of the work. After all, if you carry tens or hundreds of thousands of SKUs, you're already forced to aggregate them into business meaningful categories. That product hierarchy is most of what you need. But here's where things get tricky. A business product hierarchy is almost never a perfect mapping of the way things are in the store. And for journey data, an abstract product hierarchy doesn't cut it. We need to understand which section a product lives in. So typically, when you do a POS integration, we start with the product hierarchy. We pick the level that maps most closely to the store level as the default. But then we have to create a series of rules that handle all the special cases and outliers. When we're done, every product maps to a single section of the store, and we monitor the POS stream to make sure that as new product enters the store, they get correctly mapped. Of course, as you're probably already thinking, that mapping is necessarily imperfect. If you have a SKU in two locations in the store, you have to pick a primary mapping. There's just no way to know, given POS and journey data, which of the two potential locations is the right one? What this means is that every POS integration involves both some customization and some tough business decisions and leaves at least a little bit of information on the table. It's still incredibly powerful and very worth it, but like most really valuable measurement initiatives, it takes real work to get it right. Thanks for listening. I'm Gary Angel with the Measurement Minute.